Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy and I'm Jackie. And we have a very exciting interview for you today, everyone. Uh Jackie, you want to tell us a little bit about it? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I mean, I guess we are um, we're talking about curiosity this month, and it's been super fun. And so, as you guys know, we always talk through our four lenses. We start with our lens of ourselves, and then we talk about faith and our closest people in our community. And then we do an interview, which is often our favorite episode of the series. And I have a feeling it's not going to be, and that will be true again this time. Right. <laughs> um, because we have a really, really exciting interview for you guys today. And um, I imagine it's going to be rambunctious, but um, we are welcoming to the show for the second time. I can't believe it. Stacy's sisters, the Cheatham sisters. Woo, woo, woo. Did I say it right, Stace? Did I say? <laughs> yeah. So, Stace, why don't you introduce us just briefly to your sisters, and then I'll have each of them kind of introduce themselves as well. So, just tell us, maybe go in order, a birth order, and um, and introduce your sisters. Uh, Everyone, thanks for having my sisters on today again. <laughs> Last year, if you guys want to go back, <laughs> we, um, Jackie, really interviewed all my sisters while we were all together for our annual family picnic. And that's what we're doing again this year. I thought, let's make it an annual thing because I love my sisters. I talk about them all the time. And we do all the things together. We challenge each other and we encourage super peed at each other. <laughs> Um, so let's start with the oldest sister, Jody. Sorry that we always call you the oldest. We're all basically the same age. We're all basically the same age, but Jody is my oldest sister, then Amanda. Let's see, I'll just say our ages because none of us really care about that, right? Jody's 45, Perfect. Amanda's 44. I'm next, I'm number three, I'm 40. Kylie just freshly turned 40 years old. Happy birthday, Kylie. <laughs> Aww. And Amy will be 39 soon, but she's still 38. So she's really the only sister in the first. <laughs> well, he's her. Nice. Amy Hayes. <laughs> That's her last name. Uh, so yeah, Jody, Amanda, Stacy, Kylie, and Amy. And yeah, we're all, as you can tell, pretty close in age. And so that is have, amazing. Yeah. I've had a relentless well, life and they're all being so quiet right yeah, now because when we talk to each other, the recording doesn't work very well, but like yes. a minute ago, we were all talking at the same time, which is per usual. <laughs> yeah, we have a brother too, we do have a brother, everybody. That's going to be shocking for you. Um, but he tends to, he likes to keep to himself a little bit more. I don't know why. I mean, he's got five older sisters. Why would he want to be around them all the time? So where? Oh PTSD. my gosh. PTSD, I think. We yeah. will have to have him on the podcast at some point. That will uh, be, we could that maybe. Will be. He is just really a sweetheart. And as you can imagine, he's 
you know, very kind and really knows how to be around women. So (laughs) (laughs) by necessity, I love it. Well, I have a little bit, I mentioned this when we talked about a year ago, but I have major sister envy because I don't even have one sister. And so you having four sisters, is like an embarrassment of riches, you guys. But, and I know (laughs) I have major, I'm just like obsessed with the idea of sisters. So I just love interviewing you guys and hearing about your relationships. And um, so what I'd love to do is have each of you and we'll start with Jody. just tell us like briefly about yourself like um but I also would like to hear what's your favorite thing about having us having so many sisters so tell us just you know like where you live or what you do or something about yourself and then your favorite thing about having sisters okay Jody, you start us off okay I got it um so I'm Jody, and I am, I f- sometimes feel like I'm the second mom to all of these girls. Yes. A source of frustration and a source of pride because they've all done everything. Um, and I got to be a part of that, a part of their growing up and, and all of that. <clears throat> yeah. uh, anyway, I live in the Sacramento area. I teach music and yearbook and soon English full time. And I have three daughters who are 14. I have twins that are 14 and a 12 year old. And uh, we are, we're neck deep in a renovation project. So that's our life right now. Wow. <laughs> that's renovation. You're so close. Almost done. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I got to see it a couple weeks ago. Fun. So okay. Fun. And what do you love most about having so many sisters? <laughs> um, I love that whenever there are significant life events, which there always are, that we always have someone to turn to, you know, mm. children that's and cool. not having that family support is is hard for them so awesome I'm grateful to have all of them super cool thank you jody amanda hello my name is amanda evans is my married name i am uh in the air force i joined the air force when i was actually 17 right out of high school and so i've actually been in almost 27 years on next week it'll be 27 years I don't feel like I'm that old like that we graduated (laughs) high school 27 years ago but we have and my husband is also in the air force we're both colonels in the air force uh so we've kind of been in a while right so we're the old people the old crusty people that I'm a group commander um uh mission support um we live in DC but the group I come in is actually in Connecticut so I fly up to Connecticut on Monday mornings and fly back on Friday nights. So my husband, Brian, he kind of like is doing a lot of the raising of our three children because I'm gone during the week. So I am very thankful for him. You know, we've ebbed and flowed throughout our 18 years wow. um, to make each other's careers work to get to where we're at. Um, so we have three kids, Trevor, Parker, and Caitlin, 16, 14, and 13 are their ages. Um, we adopted kids because we couldn't have children biologically and then at some point I got pregnant so two of our children are adopted and one's a surprise (laughs) which is uh and what do I like most about having sisters uh I think it's uh the the good and the bad right like the the love and the hate we joke about a hate (laughs) hate letter that I think Stacy wrote to somebody in my family and it was like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Love, Stacy. And it was like, you know, but that's what it is, right? It's like, we have gone, like, my daughter, Caitlin, is like, well, when did you, like, like having sisters? Because I always told her about how it was very frustrating in high school. Like, we 
fought and cut each other's hair and, and <laughs> threw ukuleles over each other's heads and broke the doors. And, and we did, we had times in which we hated each other. And, you know, it wasn't until I think I was in my mid twenties that I started really appreciating having sisters. And now we, but we still fight. Like we will still go times where we get in a big old fight and then we make up. And, yeah. And so I think that, but that's crucial in any relationship. I mean, that's with a marriage yeah. too, right? You, right. you work on things to make it work. And so with sisters, you're not going to ever lose them. You know, you're going to maybe go a year without talking if you get in a big old fatty fight, but at some point you grow up and you, and you work out your differences. So I appreciate the, the ebb and the flow of that emotion, because I think that still builds stronger relationships. Mm, so cool. I think that is the, the piece that I really think is special about having a sister. And um, that's really special. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. All right, Stace, you Oh, I'm next. You guys already know me. <laughs> I'm Stacy. I'm the third sister. I claim to be the middle child, even though there's a bunch of middle children. Um, and let's see, you guys know I'm in, I'm have two kids. I am going back to school right now to be a lawyer, to be a to lawyer, be fancy, a squire. And uh, <laughs> it's so much stress because I share that with everybody. And now I'm going to have to like, you all are going to know whether I pass the bar, <laughs> when I pass the bar exam or not, you know, there's no backing out now, girl. It's going to happen. You got it. Um, and what else do I do? I work part-time running an aviation nonprofit and I like painting and stuff on the side. I don't know. That's me. And I love having sisters it's going to be fun once we get to Amy because she's going to have to try to think of something new. Right. <laughs> she's got it. Um, but I, I think it's kind of a mixture already of what my sister said is that I I have leaned on my sister so much in the past. Like every time I'm experiencing difficulty. And so we have a fun like group sister chat call that when I'm laying snotty crying or something, I call them and I'll be like, I need you guys to listen to me for a minute. And they do. And then, you know, and when we have something exciting to share, we have something, a place to do that. And somebody always picks up almost always. Like that's the cool part of oh. sisters. And yeah, because um, it dials all five of us at the same time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> group call. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Thank you. I okay, like Kylie. Um, so I'm Kylie. Uh, my married name is to Shane. <laughs> Uh, and, um, I live in the Santa Cruz area. I have four kids. Um, I have my husband, Mark and our kids are, my oldest will be 21 this year, which is kind of trippy. Wow. <laughs> my, um, and then we have three girls who are 17, 10 and nine. So I'm never, and I currently, well, currently I'm not really working because I, I work at an elementary school, so I have the summers off, but Yay. Um, I spent the last year working as a teacher's assistant in first grade, which I loved, and I'm Aww. currently in consideration for a new job as a school librarian, so we'll see. If not, I'll still be Ooh. working in fifth grade next year, um, which either option would be wonderful. Um, and then probably my favorite thing about having sisters is I, I'm, I'm a really, and the older I get, the worse it gets, I'm really nostalgic. Um, and I have a pretty good long-term memory. Short-term is getting worse by the day, but okay. So at four, Go ahead. Yeah. so my up. favorite thing about having sisters is just probably the nostalgia of 
having those shared experiences from being mm. you know, young kids. I, uh, my short-term memory is getting worse by the day, but my long-term memory is pretty strong. So I can think of from like when we were kids and share that, you know, they, they all get it and they all remember a lot of the similar things too. Um, you know, like Amanda and I were sharing our nostalgia over like chocolate melted crunch ice cream the other night. And so I was like, oh, let's see if, if there's a Rite Aid in town. So I drove to the little town that's oh. here near the lake, like two minutes before they were closing, I managed to grab them. And, you know, now it's like, oh, chocolate. she's like, oh, I had it for breakfast, you know, <laughs> just, it's like shared nostalgia and like memories that like bring back kind of that, like maybe it's rose colored glasses sometimes, but it's kind of nice to have that shared history. I love that. (laughs) And it's a super creative answer too, Kylie. Good job. A plus. (laughs) All right, Amy. Howdy. I'm Amy. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I've been married to my sailor husband for 16 years and five months and 23 days. (laughs) And uh, we live in Tennessee in Memphis. And we have four kids. Jocelyn, Sam, Carolyn, and Gwen, <clears throat> 8, 10, 12, and 14. And um, we've lived a bunch of different places in support of his military career, which is kind of cool, but I think we're going to be in Memphis for a while now. I started working after being a stay-at-home mom for 15 years, 14 years, I guess. Um, I just finished going to uh, federal law enforcement training Wow. In South Carolina for seven weeks, which is the longest I've for my kids and the longest that he's ever been in charge of them. So that was a fun experiment. <laughs> um, but we are just we just reunited right before we came on this trip. So Aww. we're going back together after that separation. But um that was fun. What do you train um, what I- did you train for? Like I work for the Department of Homeland Security, Customs wow. and Border Protection. Wow. As an specialist, which is okay. a pretty sweet gig if you're nice. looking to be employed by the federal government. Um, my, I have so many favorite things about having sisters, but like Stacy said, everyone takes like all the sappy, sweet ones. So I'm just, I think last year I said karaoke <laughs> or something, but I love that we can just be silly and even when there is some kind of tension or stress, like we're all very good at practicing levity. And sometimes that doesn't go over well, but everyone's always willing to try to lift the mood and crack a joke or say something funny that just kind of makes every hard thing a little bit. Yeah. It's good. And uh, we're all hilarious. And we all have amazing <laughs> senses of humor. And that's important when trying to make a relationship with five. So, yes. Uh, funny. Looking. Well, that's what our mom would say. But looks ain't everything. So good. So are all 16 kids there at the lake with you guys? Only 15. One, one's not here. That's oh, my it. gosh. It's so amazing. Yeah. How fun for the cousins, right? How is that dynamic? <laughs> well, I think they're far apart sometimes. I don't, or, but when they, but, well, because we all live so far apart. And so yeah. when they get together, there's a little bit of time where it's adjustment where they're like, hmm, you know, 
not sizing each other up, but just nervous or a little shy. Right. Yeah. Mimi, what do you guys think? Well, Sam, I took four of the boys swimming the first night we got here. And Stacy's son says bro a lot. And Amanda's, <laughs> Amanda's older son like started saying bro also, but it was almost like he was kind of mocking Stacy's son. And then my son just starts throwing out. He's never said bro before in his life. <laughs> he started throwing out bro every other word like he was just trying to be cool and it... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh they, they range in age if i have this right from 8 to 21 is that right 20 yeah yeah oh, wow amazing okay so as you guys know we are talking about curiosity this month and um so let's talk about curiosity a little bit. And I'm, well, I'm curious <laughs> how, um, for each of you, I'd let, or, you know, just a couple of you, you don't all have to talk about this, but is curiosity something that you value? Is it something just personally for yourself? We're going to use that personal lens first. Um, is curiosity something that you think about? Um, how does it, how do you think about curiosity in your own life? So if anyone would want it, and when you start talking, if you would just tell us who you are, because honestly, to me that you all sound the same, <laughs> you all have the same uh -huh. voice. I mean, obviously there's differences, but it's so fun that you sound so similar. So, um, who wants to talk about that first? Who's, who'd like it's to me, Amy. Yay. I'm going to talk. Okay. So it's funny that you guys are doing curiosity right now because my, curious nature is what got me hired for my current job and oh. my supervisor brings it up every time he talks to me so my job entails finding people who are breaking rules and making them pay like with money not like torture, torture. <laughs> broken broken um, shoes. <laughs> and w during my interview when he interviewed me for the position um he just kept saying, you know, you have to be a curious person because you can't just look at something on the surface and be like, oh, that looks fine. You have to be like, I think there's something wrong here. And you have to dig deeper and you have to do research and you have to find proof that somebody is non-compliant. And then you have to find more proof to hold them accountable. And, and um, I did my mid-year, I've only been at this job for just over six months, and I did my mid-year performance review for the first six months doing this job, and my supervisor must have been just like, you've done such a great job. You have such a curious mind, and it's perfect for this position, and so I think it's wow. funny doing curiosity this time, because that's what makes somebody good at the job that I'm doing, and apparently... Yeah. I'm good at it. So did you know that before <laughs> you started this job? Like, would you have said that like six months ago or eight months ago? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think I would have because okay. I don't like to always take things at face value. I want all the details and I want to be able to form an opinion on anything, but only after I have as much information as possible. So I'm like a digger and a Googler and want to know everything about everything before I really make a choice. I feel like it's hard to make good choices if you're not curious. How does that serve you as a mom? <laughs> well, I have been called things like <laughs> a car seat Nazi or not necessarily a helicopter parent, but I want to know what the best choice is. Uh, and yeah. the only way to learn the best, safest choice when it comes to your kids' well-being is to do a lot of research. Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, this feels right, or 
you know, everyone else is doing this. So mm. like, thanks to my research, my kids all face rear rear facing in their car seats till they were like six <laughs> i don't let them jump awesome. on trampolines so that makes me a horrible mom apparently but these statistics scare me. so sometimes that is for my kids but at least it's not, not, <laughs> it's not well <laughs> i will tell you my youngest <laughs> broke his leg when he was one on a trampoline mm-hmm. so your kid did <laughs> yep my youngest yep same same Jackie this is Amanda my son broke his leg like to where the bone was protruding almost from the skin so he had screws oh he still jumps he still jumps on the trampoline almost every person I know who's up on a giant trampoline has experienced one or more injuries so I'm just we went went 10 years without an injury well that's like something that's the uh yeah I think that's the the flip side of curiosity right there's two sides to every coin right it's right. cool to know stuff but sometimes that. yeah that's when sometimes not knowing is good too highly say that again i said curiosity killed the cat yeah we brought that up in one of our other episodes yeah <laughs> yeah but All right, anyway, curiosity saves a lot of things too like this year so um I, I i'm an assistant teacher which means i teach for a whole grade level in different classrooms throughout throughout the week um, yeah Kylie, by the way. Um, and so I work with all the first graders at, uh, you know, Mar Vista Elementary School in Aptos. And one of the teachers that I work with is, um, she's been teaching for many, many years and she's pretty old school. So like when it comes to like a movie day in class, we watch like, uh, she brings out the VHS player and you know, oh. watch like Mary Poppins or something kind of, kind of classic and old school, the Jungle Book. Yeah. One of, one of the movies we watched this year at the end of the year was the 101 Dalmatians, which oh my gosh. I watched a lot as a kid, but none of the kids in my class had seen it. Not a single one. Wow. So kind of cool to see their reactions, you know, like the animals, um, talk and they say the word like, uh, like damn, or, you know, Cruella oh. DeVille says a couple of questionable words that they really? wouldn't put in a Disney movie today. Oh. Um, and one of my little first graders was like, oh, there's a lot of cussing in this movie. Cause I think she said <laughs> hell, you know, oh. <laughs> anyway, but you know, like the subject of curiosity as it pertains to that movie, it's like, I don't know if any, everyone has seen it, but one of when all the puppies are born and one of them comes out and he's not moving and they're all so sad about it. And then he, you know, Roger sits there and he's holding this little this little blanket mm. in his hands. I'm going to cry just saying it because it's such an emotional part of the movie. And he's looking at it and he goes, and and I'll always remember what he says. He says, and yet, and yet I wonder. And he starts like kind of massaging the little baby puppy who they thought was stillborn. And then after like he kind of warms him up and kind of revitalizes him, the puppy like is fine and starts moving, you know? And it's like oh. he did that because he was curious of whether he could, of whether he could do good and help, you know? And I just think that's something that, is really important about curiosity is sometimes it's just you're pushing a little bit you know you're not accepting yeah. something for the way it appears and you're yeah. curious to try to affect change and I think that's something that you know sticks with me like that I think my curiosity benefits you know the world in that way too maybe I've never saved a puppy's life but maybe someday <laughs> I will you know that's so good <laughs> I love that. yeah but I don't know I just it's oh. kind of to think that that's something that just just be well what if what if you know that question I wonder I wonder if I could do something different and then yeah. that's part of curiosity everyone who's ever that's... Like a myth. yeah like so much good yeah. they could use 
Oh, you're cutting out now again, you guys. Can you say that last thing again? You totally cut out. I was done. Oh. Okay. Are we still cutting now? That's so good. I love it. Well, you cut out for a bit, but you're back now. (laughs) Um, You know, I was just, I don't know if you guys saw about the shark attack in um, Lover's Point recently. Did you guys see that? No. Hello. I had There was a shark attack this week. Oh no! What happened? Okay, and I just was thinking about that too because, well, a, a swimmer, a gentleman in his seventies who swims, he says he swims twice a week in the ocean for like twenty years. I think he said. Anyways, he was just swimming and he he was attacked by a great white shark and. Oh Three people jumped in the water, and one, in fact, you may know, Stacy. Do you know the Braddocks? Yeah, yeah, I do. One of the Braddock, one of the Braddocks. Um, I can't remember which one. Was it Luke? I don't know. It must um, have been Luke. Got on his board, and the two other, a couple that were visiting from out of town, swam out to save the swimmer, and wow. he's still in critical condition. But um, they, they, I mean, can you imagine swimming toward a shark attack? Right. Wow. Wait, who's the who's the ocean swimmer? Amy. Amy. Can yes, you imagine that? Imagine swimming towards a shark attack. <laughs> it will make my oh. book much more interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So crazy. And then also there's just this morning there's an Olympic um synchronized swimmer who was swimming. She was she was competing and she, in a um in a in a huge event. I don't know what the event was, and she fainted in the middle of her performance. Oh and started gosh. to like drown and none of the lifeguards jumped in the water so her coach they jumped in and saved her no her coach saved her life yeah oh my so gosh. Else saw that too isn't that crazy and the picture that someone got of it was incredible too yeah the, the underwater pool, pictures oh jumped in and was like reaching out and she was just fainted in the bottom of the pool oh god and the lifeguards were just staring like is this part of the synchronized swimming routine? yeah and, and the coach knew yeah, only the, the coach, coach knew team, so she jumped in yeah, wow crazy so crazy. So it just made me think of when you were talking about just saving, you know, how curiosity can help you. I don't know. I don't know if curiosity was involved in those two things or not, but they were pretty amazing stories that just happened recently. So, um, okay, well, let's, unless does someone else have something pressing they want to share? Nope. Okay. Then let's talk about faith and curiosity. Um, does anything come up when you think about like your own personal faith journey, whatever that is, how does curiosity um, play a part in your faith journey. Anyone? Well, this is Kylie, and I it rolls off my tongue pretty easily. Day conversation. Um, you know, when I talk about faith, and I'm probably sure of all the sisters, but um, I always say I have a childlike faith because I ask a lot of questions. I, I want to know, know, like, mm. any country in like because there are many, you know. I'm always curious. Yeah. You know, your behavior for good. How, and my kids and I have conversations about this quite a lot because, you know, we go to church and we we participate in a lot of, like, activities and we've been through mops and, I've you know, different things like that. Um, but it's like, well, you know, if, if, if Jesus died for our sins, then, like, should we sin so that he didn't die for no reason? And I, I think they're like joking when they ask me stuff like that. But I say, that's a know, great question. 
everyone does it. That doesn't mean go out of your way to say it. She's got to do the big ones like the murder and the other stuff. <laughs> you know, you are going to do little transgressions daily. And I think it's important to know that like everyone's human and everyone does that. And it's nice to know that mm-hmm. like you still can have an amazing good heart and do these do bad things and and then you're forgiven you forgive yourself you know god forgives you that doesn't mean go do them on purpose you know <laughs> so it's kind of interesting right. conversations with my kids because i have the similar <laughs> thoughts i have a lot of questions and <laughs> of like you know you, you think of someone who might have like a child who committed a really bad sin and they can still love them and go visit them on like mm-hmm. death. But, you know it's one of those things where it's kind of interesting to think about all these different um, applications of like forgiveness. And, and I do think having a curious mind helps in that regard because you're able to look at a lot of different angles, you know, hmm. do like critical. About it. You know, this is a little off topic, but I'm wondering, I'm curious as you guys are talking, like how did curiosity play a part in your growing up years? Like, did you guys, was your family a curious family? Because you all seem curious, like curious types of people, which I, which is a compliment in my <laughs> Well, Jackie, define what that means, like a curious type of person. If you say that we seem like it, what does that mean to you? Well, okay. Well, I'm just wondering, like, when you were growing up, did you have family conversations around the idea of, like, faith? And did you have, were you, were you guys all readers? And did you have... Um, yeah, open-ended conversations with your family or what, or was it kind of like, this is how life is, you know, was it really more dogmatic upbringing? I personally don't feel like we were a curious family. You know, I sit here and I listen to you ask this question and Amy and Kylie are talking, but I don't feel like I'm a curious person. I don't know why I don't feel that way, Hmm. but, um, that's Amanda. It's Amanda. Sorry. So thank you. I know that. Thank you. Like for me, I joined the military quickly, right, out of high school. But honestly, like, my dad, like, like my dad's in Vietnam and my dad's in the Army. But I don't feel like he ever talked about that with us at all, ever. Like, I didn't know about his service in Vietnam or in South Korea before, until I was in a I asked in high school when I had to, he had been in a war for my, if I came, he said, nope. Yeah. So he had, so yeah, he flew in Vietnam. So he had a tamper. So, so, but it was later on when I was like, you know, and I wish I still had asked him more questions because he died so young at age 67. And while I was living in South Korea, he died and he was supposed to come and visit us in South Korea. And, you know, he's told me the Christmas before he died, like three months before he died, he's like, Oh, I'd like to go out there and like show you where I lived at in a tent on the DMZ and listen to the propaganda Uh. from from North yeah. Korea. And I was like, wow, like I never knew this. Like, I mean, I had at some point realized it, but so and I feel like I wasn't curious in high school asking questions of my dad or trying to learn because it was something he didn't want to talk about. But I can't remember, I can't even think of other things that I was super curious about. I mean, I just don't, I felt personally curious. Well, our kids didn't have a lot of open end. Interesting. That's so. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I think and that's why. So, Amanda, that's... do you value curiosity? Is that something? Yeah, like a delay. I... I Sorry, go I... ahead. I, th- I think that there's a little bit of a 
dichotomy in that we are all, I think, pretty naturally curious, but growing up um, in kind of a conservative family in the, the 80s and 90s, some curiosity was kind of discouraged, I think. For example, yeah. like we yeah. would ask our dad a question, he'd go, go look it up. You know, like mm. we had a nice set of encyclopedias <laughs> and they wanted to get their money. Don't Google it. it. Even if he knew it, you know, he would be like, go look, go look it up. Do your research. Yeah. I want to be a librarian. (laughs) But I do think that certain things, you know, maybe even emotional things, you know, like our parents weren't like advocates of therapy and stuff like that to where we've all had to kind of engage our own curiosity as adults and look for the things that are, are positive for us that might not have been handed down to us Mm. for our own path. You know, like our, our mom dropped us off at youth group, but didn't go to church with us. So, you know, we've all kind of found our own way to, to seek faith and community in that regard. And we all have different levels of it. But I think that was something that was almost frowned upon a little bit by our parents. But we all kind of pushed our own curiosity through anyway. You know, we kind of had to make yeah. ourselves and create our own generation of it. Does that make sense? Totally. <laughs> I have a question, a follow-up question to that. And I'm, I'm going off script because I'm just interested, <laughs> but if I ask a question that you guys don't want me to answer, you can, t- that you don't want to answer. You can totally say no. You can, we Only can pre-approved questions, Jeff. We, <laughs> we can totally edit this out. Stacey's good at that. <laughs> but, um, I would love to know, even if you could tell me a number, like on a scale of one to 10, how similarly with one being like not at all, or maybe zeros, like not at all, and 10 being exactly the same, how similarly do you parent your kids to how you were parented? And because here's what I'm, here's what I'm curious about. You guys are all super successful adults. I mean, you know, successful is a relative term, but you're like bright, you, <coughs> like you're like you're great adults, right? And so, um, but you talk about some things that were like hard growing up. So I'm just curious, is that a question I can ask? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is anyone willing to like go there? Like how similarly do you parent your, your kids to the way that you were parented growing up? <laughs> Face, maybe you can start. I want um, Jody to go. Okay. This is, this is Jody. Okay. <clears throat> I think that I've gone through many different levels of understanding and accepting the way that we were raised in the family that we grew up in. Mm -hmm. And in, in college, when I realized, Oh, not every family functions the same way. I had to really take a step back from my family of origin and establish who I was apart from them and decide what I wanted to continue and what I did not ever want to see again when yeah. I grew up and had my own family. And that's a process. Um, totally. And part of that is getting away from the town you grew up in. Part of that is seeing new places in the world. And I mean, I've been to Europe. I've been to Peru. I've been to third world countries. And I've been to opulent And I think getting to see so many different places really helps you to establish what you want to instill in your children. That said, I think that the generosity that my mom has shown us growing up is something that I definitely want to continue. Mm. I think that the lack of emotional connection with my dad is something that I 
definitely do not want to continue. You know, there are very specific things that I've been able to recognize through the years that, um, that have affected my parenting. And so I don't know, percentage wise or your scale of one to 10, I'd maybe say three or four is a, is a fair number. There are a lot of different things that, that I do that, um, that my parents didn't do. Yeah. Interesting. I, I guess sometimes I wonder, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's fascinating to me. Okay. Anyone else? I'll go. It's Amy. I'll keep it short. Okay. I'd also say a three or four. There are definitely times I catch myself doing something exactly the way my mom would do it. And little rules like making my kids hug for five minutes when they're <laughs> arguing, you know, there's those yeah. things I took out of her book. Um, also like making my girls wait till they're 10 years old to get their ears pierced or 13 years old to shave their legs. Like there are certain things that just were normal for us growing up that I've decided that's going to just how I'm going to do it because it worked. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely other things that were normal for us growing up that were not normal (laughs) at all. Like keeping index cards, um, in an envelope with, if we were at the grocery store and I wanted a certain kind of cereal, she'd go home and write it on my account of money that I owed her. Um, and every time I babysat or did anything to make money all through high school, I gave every single penny to her because I owed her money for like razors and shaving cream and cereal. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to do that to my children. <laughs> like I graduated high school owing her $5,000. Wow. No way. No. 100%. You're I graduated high school. Oh, cheerleading yeah. uniforms, water polo swimsuits, prom dresses, shampoo, wow. like everything. Were you did you pay that off? In debt to her? Yeah, on my 21st birthday. Wow. You did not pay her that. You're she lying. forgave the rest of it okay, on my yeah. 21st birthday. Yeah. Ah, but I made payments generous. to her. See, I made payments to her from age 17, uh, like out of my Air Force check, so, from age 17 to 21. And then on my 21st birthday, she told me she was going to clear the rest of it, which is like $1,800. So I just want debt. So this is a man. I want to interrupt that for a second, not to interrupt you, but, but the, that set, that thing, I do some of that. So when my kids want something at the store and, and what's funny is my kids will be like, your birth, you're both colonels. Like you can afford this mom. <laughs> they say, like, you know, whatever, like we both work. Right. So they're like, that's not fair. But what I'm trying to teach them is if you want this game boy thing, that's not my $50. That's your $50. They all have money in their checking account from babysitting or the son's a lifeguard. And I do say I'm going to charge him and I don't have an index card and half the time I forget to charge him <laughs> and, I, and like my son wanted a monitor like a, t- a $200 monitor for his game boy or whatever I don't know in his room and I'm against it but and I'm like I'm going to charge you $200 for it I need to take $200 out of his check account but that was I do that than underwear and body wash. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. yeah. But, but she never did that with me. That's I never weird. remember paying for like razors and stuff. Like but that. that's not, but um, da- this is Stacy, but Dave Ramsey would be like, you need to have cash money. So they're holding the money in their hand. And that's what I, I, <laughs> now they have ATM cards. I don't, yeah. I won't buy my kids stuff, but I'll make them, sorry, you didn't bring your money. So yeah. Yeah. if yeah. that's your plan, then. So I would say that some things that are similar, I think amongst all of us, from being our raisin from our raisin up is, um, (laughs) excuse me, like our manners, our obsession with being, having manners and good grammar. (laughs) Ah. 
Like those are some things and being really welcome. Like Jody talked about generosity of our, of our mom. Mm -hmm. We all are very like our mom always would include. She's like, I already have six kids. Like just invite some more. Who cares? We all love to be the house that all the kids come to. Like in the next we all like to have like a lot of people over. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like to have a lot of adults over, but I love to have a lot of kids over. Highly, I'm more comfortable with kids, but I do say, I think also for me, um, having been a parent the longest out of the sisters, my parenting has really evolved when I was younger and became a you know young mom. I parented a certain way Then I was a single mom for, you know, years and parented a, a different way. And now that I have more kids and I'm in, I just turned 40 and my parenting evolves, you know, as I get yeah. older, there's things maybe I did in my twenties that I thought, well, this is how my parents did it. Um, and then as I've grown older, I think, wait, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really like when my parents did that. Mm-hmm. And granted, I get that there's things you have to do that your kids are not going to like. I'm not their right. friend. I'm there to right. they grow up into people that I want to be around. And, and actually, yeah. And that won't be total jerks. Um, you know, and I, but at the same time, there's things that I think have a deeper meaning that maybe I didn't even realize as a kid. Like I, I don't think my kids at all. I don't have any physical, um, I don't have, I don't have any physical punishment that I give them because at the end of the day, especially now having three daughters, I don't ever want any of my kids to think that someone who loves them will physically hurt that's okay. mm-hmm. because I feel really strongly about it. Yeah. Psychologically, it leaves damage and I just, and you know, everyone has a different take on it. Have I think to my older kid? Yeah. A little bit when he was younger, but I just, yeah. I'm not comfortable with it. The more I think about it, you know, the more get gone through. <laughs> I don't know Mark, there's a lot of people I think who think, well, my parents did this and I turned out okay, you know, like put them in bad car seats or whatever. But if you know better, you can do better for the next generation. Just because you suffered through something that left you traumatized doesn't mean your kids should have to go through it because you did. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's stuff that needs to happen. Like I definitely have, you know, like rules about electronics and, you know, stuff that we we're, we didn't have growing up that we right. had the first generation rules for it, you know? So it's right. But I think I'm probably same, like three, four. I have a lot of similar stuff I parent my kids about, but some stuff I've either thought my parents did this and I didn't like it, or I wish my parents had done this with me. And I'm making sure to start it as a new tradition, you know? Love it. Because I, I think we all want to be the parent we wished we'd had, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so the moral the moral of that story is we're all just gonna mess our kids up in a totally different way than our parents yeah, messed up. Precisely, <laughs> precisely. Um, okay, so I have one last question that I want to ask, and again, I'm off script, but this is just what I'm curious about. So, and then Stace, I want to have you. If there's anything that you want to like add at the end, any question you want to ask your sisters, I'll let I'll yeah. open it up for that. But my my one thing I want you to, guys to think about is. Um, I don't know if this is true for you. I hope it is. But when I'm around people for an extended amount of time, like in an environment where you are right now, where you're together a lot, right? You're at the lake. How long is this your day three together? Day two? Uh, Two. Okay. So what I, what happens to me is I notice things more when, when I'm in that kind of intense environment where you're together all day. Right. So I notice things about the people I'm around and I notice things about their kids. And so what I'd love to have each of you do is kind of like, 
tell me something you've noticed about each other or each other's kids that you really want to just like honor. Like maybe you noticed Stacy um, being really generous with one of her nieces or nephews, or maybe you noticed one of your nieces or nephews doing something. So I'm just wanting you to like talk a little bit about what you've noticed about each other's families that you want to like honor or okay. encourage or <laughs> that makes Sweet. sense. Oh, I'm we can't, we can't say, we can't say, <laughs> <laughs> we notice everything is silly. <laughs> well, if you want, so I mean, I'm not going to encourage that, but if that's what you want to do, I'm totally good with that too, because that sounds really juicy and fun. <laughs> well, I'll say something, and it's not about anybody's kids in the room. We have relatives visiting from Texas who are here for the first time. Yay! Our dad's side of the family has joined the picnic, and we're super oh, excited about that. Fun. So we did a little family talent show you know, just goofy, fun last night. And I honestly, since they're new to the game, right? The Texas crew, I didn't expect them to participate. I kind of thought that they'd sit back and watch and check it out, but they totally participated. And I was so just amazed by their bravery, their courage to do that and be a part, just like jump in both feet. Yeah. And we're all talented. And they're amazing. Yes. They're so good. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I love was that who was that Jody that just talked? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Jody, I love that, but I also love what you did, which is I meant to say to you is like, like you kind of said what your takeaway from that is. So like mm-hmm. you know, like you like that they were brave and they just yeah. dove in and tried it, and I think that's a great takeaway from that. I love it. Okay, anyone else? Okay, I guess we'll go in order. Amanda yeah. here. Um, I'm gonna call Stacy on this one, and uh, so a lot of times we wake up and we. Uh, yeah in the and Stacy for the past two days has woke up and she's like I'm gonna go walk with my daughter to the falls and at first I was like and then today she did it again and I was like She's taking this time to walk with her daughter and talk with her daughter, which, you know, now that Stacy is, you know, divorced and she gets her children half of the time, you know, she only has 50% with Jane. So I was like, so Amy and I went running this morning yeah. and um, I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I guess that she's <laughs> like, she doesn't want to run with me, you know, she only sees me with <laughs> but she's, but again, she's kind of taking this time to have quality time with her daughter. So I think that's cool. Even though I'm a little jealous of her daughter I have to mm-hmm. up tomorrow and run with Stacey. <laughs> so. That's awesome. And I ran with Amy and Adele Thank and you for sure. while we ran. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Run too. <laughs> They seriously ran to like a little store here at Bass Lake and got donuts and ran with donuts. Mm-hmm. And they were eating donuts while <laughs> running. <laughs> second, second annual. Second annual donut run. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, All right. Me? Okay. I want to go. I am. Gosh, I have something great to say about everybody. But honestly, Amy has four children and her youngest, who's the She's not, is she the youngest of everybody? Yes, yeah. yeah. a baby baby. You guys, she's just such a joy to be around. Oh, she is so God. sweet and kind. And I was driving with her. I guess they do this thing. I have to tell you, they do this thing where her dad, you know, takes some of the kids to the bus stop or something. And then he, then he drives another one to school. And when he drives by, he drives by the kids that are walking to the bus stop, I guess, his other children. And they roll down the windows and go, suck it losers. <laughs> <laughs> 
see a loser's like they have such a lightheartedness in their family where the kids are so all of Amy's kids are just like they do not get butt hurt about stuff they just don't yeah, really I mean I'm sure they do sometimes but anyway and so I'm driving her to we go get dinner and her youngest who's just the sweetest and she'll go I need a hug right now and she'll just walk oh, up and give you a sweet hug I have in my pocket a, a hug. rose petal she's like honestly That's the sweetest the best because she can just be herself because she's the youngest of four and she's probably gets this like has to do stuff on her own a lot right and so we are driving and she rolls the window down and she goes see a loser <laughs> and her sister was like oh my gosh maybe somebody else heard you and she goes oh and we're like halfway a mile down the road right and she rolls her window down and goes just the Hayes family <laughs> You guys, it's like just from her sweet little voice and her sweet little self, and then saying "see a losers." It was so funny because I know what she meant was just, right. just a funny little thing that they do to each other yeah. that keeps them from getting offended, and it was so adorable. So I, I love it. That. That's cute. So cute. I love it. Now we're all laughing too hard. I'm gonna have to share a picture of her like leaning out a window now, waving. Yes. See a losers. <laughs> all right Kylie Hi. do you have anything oh man now I feel bad because I'm also gonna say something about Amy's yeah kids, I know they're, they're just so great you know they're all so great Amy like you guys know have has four kids and um I just think for me especially just coming from kind of such a conservative family and conservative like mindset that we grew up with like our dad didn't let people in our house any boys in our house if they had an earring for example <laughs> like amy had a flower party in our garage oh in God, high school and a guy yes. that i won't say his name showed up with an earring and he made him leave our dad <gasps> came out into the garage and made him leave one of the teenage boys there the like the quarterback of <laughs> the football team and so this is the kind of thing we grew up with of like stuff that's different or you know, and of course I live in Santa Cruz, so I'm surrounded by like every different, interesting, unique type of, you know, progressive style. And I just have to say for Amy, I, I noticed her oldest daughter, you know, she has like really colorful dyed hair. She has her unique sense of style and like Amy just rolls with it. Mm. And I, like, I think no, everyone would expect that of me because I'm more like the hippie of the group. But like, I, I'm just happy that like my nieces and nephews have like the freedom to kind of express themselves and be who they are without judgment because that's a huge part of like my core beliefs and I'm just happy to see like m her having that freedom to be her mm. like so much love and encouragement and it just makes me really happy Aww. cool for being that kind of mom that will just see what's important for her kids to be themselves you know that's yeah. cool that makes me really happy I love it. Love it. Okay, Amy, the pressure's on now. So <laughs> what Kylie is saying is that Jocelyn is like a super huge weirdo, but that's not I, that is like, not at no, all. No, 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 Amy, no, no. This is just no. Amy's way of making fun of her kids. I'm like a weirdo. Losers. No, so weirdo life weirdo <laughs> doesn't always have a negative connotation. She True. just I'm unique. a weirdo. She's very We're all unique. weirdos. <laughs> and I love it. Um so I am gonna talk about Kylie's kids. I have been so impressed with their communication skills. Mm. Lily has come up to me a couple times since we've been here asking me a question that like my kids would never go up to somebody else and ask like, 
could you please help me with this and this and this? They just like fumble around trying to find something and then give up. And last night, one of them wanted to make a list of people who were going to participate in the talent show. And she was so, so set on finding a piece of paper and a pen. And she came back to me probably eight times like, <laughs> well, I looked in the last place that you told me and there wasn't anything there. And I'm like, okay, well, try this. And I was in the middle of playing a game of apples to apples or something. So I wasn't even giving her my full attention, but she came back. She's like, nope, I looked there. It's not there. And I'd be like, go ask Jocelyn. And she'd be like, okay. And she'd go and she'd come back and she's like, Jocelyn said she doesn't know. And I would be like, Jocelyn definitely knows where there's a notepad. Go ask her again. She'd be like, okay. And she'd come back and she's like, Jocelyn told me where to look and I couldn't find it there. And I'm like, well, go ask Jocelyn to get it for you. Cause she definitely knows where it is. And she's like, okay. And she didn't get discouraged. One time she like was totally committed to the mission until she found what she was looking for, even though I sent her on this huge wild goose chase, but she kept coming back and very clearly stating, well, I did this, I did that, I did that. And this is still where I'm at and I need to know where to go from here. <laughs> and she was so articulate and it was, I don't know, it was such a great thing because none of my kids do that. They'd be like, well, I looked in one place and it wasn't there. So whatever. I guess right. <laughs> she was committed and just she, I've also witnessed. I can't even remember if it was Lily or Ari. I think it was Lily. Um, her be in a situation that made her a little bit uncomfortable and she didn't want to be in it anymore. And she just was like, I'm uncomfortable in this situation. I don't want to be in it anymore. And she removed herself. It was like oh so God. mature and grown up. And my kids would just sit there and suffer and be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> See you losers. <laughs> I don't know. I just really admire that about Kylie's kids. They are good communicators and they are real and they'll remove themselves from some place that they're uncomfortable. And that's great. That's such a great thing to teach kids. Yeah. Don't just suffer in silence. Like, right. If you're not comfortable there, <clears throat> say something, get out of this. She gets the part from Mark and then the leaving any situation that he's <laughs> from me. <laughs> oh, Same, yeah, fight or flight. <clears throat> Peace out. I love it. Well, I think that's one of the really special things about, you, you know, traveling or traveling. I don't know, like camping with people, whatever you're doing, getting together with families like that. You are glamping. Glamping. There you go. It's, that's really, that's really great. I love it. Thanks for sharing that, you guys. All right, Stace. Yep. Uh, you always bring us back to where we're supposed to be, and I'm just totally off topic. But <laughs> uh, any... Bring it back, y'all. Bring it back, y'all. Exactly. Anything that you want to ask the sisters? No, I just want to say that, um, I guess to finish it all off, is that we are a curious bunch. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, part of that is coming out of you know, difficult situations that good can come from difficult situations. And each of us have done the work to be a generation that embraces curiosity and um, tries things, tests them out to see what, what if this would work? You know, who knew where all of us would be? Because we were raised by the same parents in the same yeah. decade. And yeah. we are all so different unless you talk to us and then people are like, wait, Jackie, who's, whose voice is who? Because you guys all sound exactly the same. Um, and, and I think that I'm just, I, I constantly talk about my sisters on the podcast and I'm just so proud to be part of this group of amazing women that are, thank God we're not the same. Yeah. Thank God. We, we had this conversation with a couple of the girls the other night, like how difficult that would be to, 
be in a group of people that are all just exactly the same and think exactly the same and don't challenge each other. And we definitely challenge each other. Um, but to bring it kind of around is that, but people of integrity say, Ooh, I maybe shouldn't, Oh, I didn't feel good about that. Or maybe I didn't like the way I handled something. Um, and I'm going to get curious about how I can do it different next time. Kylie said yeah. this a few times, you know, better, you do better. Yeah. And we're getting better. Look at us. Mm. We've been in the same room together for an hour. And we haven't even strangled each other. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we have made such progress from our youth. It is amazing. <laughs> we haven't got anybody's hair. <laughs> so this is the story. I'll leave you guys with this story. Yeah, I got, I think I've told the pea story once, maybe. Peas as in a can of green peas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if not, yeah, it'll come another day. Uh, flipping the table. But what's the story about cutting the hair? It, I was in high school, I think, or I don't know. Amanda had gone away to the Air Force and she came back and I made no, some, we, we were fighting. We did it in high school. I did it to you. In high school. So I was, we were watching Saturday Night <laughs> and somebody had Awkward. short hair. And don't ask me why we were, I would say I had long hair. And I said something and Amanda was pissed at me, I guess. I don't even know. You said, know. I'll wear my short hair like that. I, I said, said oh. oh, I'll get short hair. And I'm literally, my hair's in a ponytail and I'm laying with my hair hanging over the edge of the couch. <gasps> he comes back into the room with scissors and cuts my whole ponytail off of my head. Oh. <laughs> I mean, We're that's one school. of those things where we didn't even know so how to respond. So then you did it back to me. It was a while no, later. You hid all the scissors in the house. <laughs> Yeah, but then she did it back to me when I came home on leave. They all have better memories than I do, but I do know you at a future point, I paid her back. <laughs> and I kind of like, oh, they're cold. It was yeah. uh, locks for love. So it terrible. Was totally okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would yes. your mom intervene in those moments, or did you not even involve your mom? No, I don't know. Yeah. She just probably wasn't even I don't think she had the, there. the emotional yeah. um, awareness to figure out how to handle that. <laughs> we didn't <Yeah>. either. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's the that's the work that we've done is we've all gotten curious throughout our lives. It's like, what the heck? I love how can it. We, how can we do better? Well, so um, you guys all know if you I'm sure listen to the podcast that we end with a via con Dios, like something. Anyone have one that popped in their mind? Anything that you think you want to suggest for us to do? If not, Stacy always has one. It's all this one little one little actionable item that we try to take forward. So nope. we challenge everybody to do one small thing and I'd be happy to come up with one because I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it. But I think the one, the thing that we've been carrying through this month of curiosity is that when in close relationships, especially with yourself in close relationships is know that there's always something beneath the tip of the iceberg. When you're super peeved at somebody because they've done something, if they've cut your freaking hair off or <laughs> whatever it was that um, there's always something to go beneath that line. 